Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Tales and Tunes. I'm Frankie, the track that brought us into this week's show from a real a multiplayer game I used to enjoy a whole lot, Lawbreakers. Uh, one of the Mick Gordon tracks. Um, you know, if, if Lawbreakers had anything great going for it, it was a soundtrack. Lots of talented people um, worked on this thing. You know, we've, we've had a, a track or two on the show before, but uh, this is uh, probably one of my favorite ones. It's, uh, you know, very much a Mick Gordon track. Uh, that was Faust. Um, I miss Lawbreaker sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, it was just one of those multiplayer games I could just pick up, play a game or two, and, uh, you know, be, it could be good for the day. And uh, I miss it. It was, uh, it was a really cool game. I'm sad more people didn't play it. I'm sad it's not still around. But whatever. At least the soundtrack is still here, so I can still listen to that occasionally and, uh, you know, think about how much fun I have with that game, so... All right, so uh, the next game we're going to talk about is Hogwarts Legacy, which is available now. Uh, my wife has been playing a whole lot of it. I think she's already 10, 15 hours into it, which, you know what I mean, doesn't sound like a lot, but we don't really get to play games that often, so <clears throat> for her to have that much time in a game already is uh, pretty cool. Um, but I'd asked her while she was playing it, you know, if there was any music that stood out to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, this. So there's this portrait that... Uh, um, that you you come across and it plays this really nice music so she liked that a lot and i was looking through the soundtracks and there's a lot of music there's two soundtracks for this game probably four hours worth of music total but uh the track that uh she she mentioned that you know that she liked and that i ultimately put on here is titled a portrait of love and it is composed by j scott Ricosi. Thank you. 
been playing Hogwarts Legacy, I started messing around with some stuff on the Vita. Uh, one of the first games I started playing was Darkest Dungeon, which I had mentioned before I was interested in checking out. Uh, so I played a little bit on there. Uh, it is cross-save, um, so I, I you know, uploaded my, P- my save and, and, and was playing on the PS4 the other day. Well, the PS5, but you know what I mean. Um, this is a game that I recommend playing on a bigger screen. A lot of text, um, and the menus are... You need more buttons than the Vita has to kind of navigate that thing. But um, yeah, I've, I've probably put an hour or so into into that now. And uh, I think it's really cool. Um, you know, you kind of ha- assemble this party of really disposable adventurers. Um, <laughs> um, so you have this uh, this town called the Hamlet, basically, that you're uh, kind of upgrading as you're, you know, pillaging these dungeons. And you're basically just going in exploring i think there's varying um objectives like clear 90 percent of the rooms um complete all skirmishes uh i know at some point it, it builds up to exploring the darkest dungeon and i think um like campaign not campaign um like various ex- um, excursions into the dungeons like these different missions have different lengths so there's like short medium and long I think the long missions actually you set up camp in the dungeon and um, basically kind of use that as a checkpoint to, uh, you know, calm your characters down. But anyways, it's a really interesting game. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff I heard before is in there. It's like, so you're, you're going through a dungeon, you know, the, you have torches like you kind of you go you, before you go into the dungeon, you kind of stack up on food, uh, potions, bandages, um, there's torches, there's there's different stuff you can grab, shovels, um, keys to take with you. You don't really know what you're going to need. I mean, it's a safe bet you're going to need torches and food for sure. Um, but so you stock up on your supplies, you head off on an excursion. And uh, so essentially your characters can die. And I mean, they're going to die at some point probably, um, you know, whether it be like the stress of going through these dungeons, the stress of a teammate dying, um, you know, they gain various quirks, they're called, uh, which are basically kind of like either positive or negative buffs that, uh, basically little stat things that, uh, they pick up in these dungeons, so, but they can get sick, um, they can have heart attacks, uh, you get on death's door and they could just die, and uh it's it's a very uh very fun very stressful game to play uh it's a turn-based combat system which is uh really cool um you know your your character like placement in the rotation kind of dictates what moves they can do um some of them are ranged weapons so you can kind of set them like you know third or fourth in the lineup and they can you know pick off enemies like that you got guys with magic abilities uh you know your guys with swords um, you know, the, you know, and then of course you have different, different things you do in combat. You can like, you know, inflict blight damage, bleeding, poison, all kinds of stuff. Like it's, it's a really cool game. A lot of really cool mechanics at play, really cool art style. That's really what drew me into this game. It's this really gritty, um, almost like a, I don't want to say cell shaded, but it's, it's the art style is really unique and really fitting to the theme of the game. So, the track I chose, and these these soundtracks uh, are lengthy. There's a lot of tracks on here that are 8, 10, 15, 16 minutes long. Like, there's there's some stuff on here that can get very lengthy, and it's all kind of moody exploration music for the most part. Uh, but the track I settled on is actually kind of the um, combat music for one of the first areas you explore, and that's the ruins. 
Uh, so this track is titled Combat in the Ruins and is composed by Stuart Chatwood. <laughs> So another game I started messing around with was once I kind of realized, you know, while I was playing Darkest Dungeon on the Vita, I was like, okay, this maybe isn't a game I want to be playing on the handheld. I grabbed the Switch and, uh, you know, we had that direct and they had announced that they brought Game Boy Advance games to the uh, Nintendo Online Expansion Mega Pack Plus people. 
So I was like, all right, yeah, let me, let's see what's on here. So there's, there's, I think six games on the service right now. Um, I think the only one in there I've played is Mario Kart Super Circuit, which is a really great Mario Kart game. So if you're into those, that was one that was on the Game Boy Advance you might have missed. Really fun game. And I think it has online multiplayer with your friends. So uh, check that out if you're, uh, if you have a Switch and uh, kind of miss having a Game Boy Advance. But uh, the game I settled on there actually is a Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. I've never played this game. Um, I've heard it was kind of divisive. Some people like it, some people hate it. I mean, it, to me, it's it's a return to like the classic Zelda that I was used to. So I, I personally have been enjoying it a lot so far. So I just uh, basically did the first dungeon. You get this really cool like uh, vacuum <laughs> that uh, you can kind of use to clear different obstacles in the environment. Uh, just got bombs, so I'm heading to the second dungeon. But uh, yeah, it's it's exactly like an an overhead uh, 2D Zelda game that you would expect. Um, really enjoying my time with it so far. I can't wait to play more of it. I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna try to finish that actually, cause I am currently on vacation from work. Thank God. So I'm kind of trying to go through here. Um, I want to beat at least two games. <laughs> so I, I have a whole bunch on my plate right now. So we'll see what I end up sticking with and finish. But, uh, this is one I'm, I'm definitely planning on seeing through. It's, it's a lot of fun so far. It's been, it's just been, it's been great playing like the classic Zelda that just, it, it feeds a part of my nostalgia that I'm like, man, didn't even know I needed this. But, uh, the track I settled on, and this sucks because there's no like official soundtrack for this game, unfortunately. So it's, you know, YouTube videos. And I mean, you can find some <clears throat> stuff on the internet if you really want to download some stuff. But it's not like, you know, like a CD quality thing, unfortunately. It still sounds pretty okay, but it's not the quality I would, would hope for. But uh, the track recognition to is Minish Woods, and it is composed by, oh boy, here we go, uh, Michuhiko Takano. <laughs> is so good I, I love it I, I i sat in that part of the uh the woods just listening to, to that music for a couple minutes and i'm like yeah this is really great it's actually the the music that inspired me to kind of see if there was a soundtrack out there but uh it's nice i, I really enjoy it it's very uh relaxing music so uh this next game we're gonna talk about is gotham knights which we finally saw credits for um overall it's hard for me to recommend the game uh, and I mean, there are fun aspects to it. I really like the characters. The story is good. The music is excellent. I, I love this soundtrack. It's fantastic. And I think my biggest problems are there's just so many design elements they packed in that game that feel out of place in 2023, well, even 2022. 
And I mean, you could tell a lot of it too. Like this was a last gen game and uh, I don't know, man. It's just like the boss fights are all kind of the same and I don't enjoy, I didn't enjoy any of them. They're all way too long. The bosses are too bullet spongy. Ugh. So I don't know that that's probably my biggest complaint about the game is just after a while, it's these boring arena boss fights and then, I don't know, I just, I got bored of doing the same patrol missions every night, because, I mean, you get a little bit of variety, but it's not fun stuff. It's like, oh, cool, here's this organ, now get yourself across a city in two and a half minutes or something stupid. You know what I mean? Like, anything that puts a timer on you, I'm like, no thanks. So, I, I did think about, you know, so this game was going to platinum, and I just, I don't know, I don't really want to play any more of Gotham Knights. I, I think we got what we wanted to out of the story. I love the soundtrack, so, I mean, the two positive things I'm taking away from that game are both great, so, I don't know, I mean, if you're into, you know, the Batman lore, the Batman universe, um, I think if the game goes on sale for, like, 30 bucks, it's worth checking out, you know, like, the story is, is cool, it does some cool stuff, and, you know, if, again, if you, like I've said before, if you're interested in that, I highly recommend reading Scott Snyder's Scott of, or Court of Owls, Scott of Owls, uh, Court of Owls, uh, stuff that's out there. Um, but yeah, so the track we're going to listen to from Gotham Knights this week, um, is Nightwing, his knighthood music, uh, composed by The Flight.
So I've been messing with some other games just to sort of see, you know, games I mentioned on prior episodes, games like Fury, uh, which I'm on the second boss, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to stick with that game either, just because I really don't know if I have the patience for it. Um, The little bit I've played of it, you know, like the boss fights are all like tiered. So, I mean, you yourself have like three times your health bar can get wiped out, and they usually have like six or seven, and they get more aggressive at each stage. So I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know, man. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, that's the one I'm probably going to go back to at some point and start messing with again. Um, but I also checked out, you know, more so in depth, Assault Android Cactus than like the little bit of co-op I played before with my friends. And, uh, this is another one. I, 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 I got through the first world stage or whatever you want to call it. And I'm just not coordinated enough to keep playing games like this. It's just there's shit flying around everywhere. And I'm running into right now, like on uh, the second stage, um, just running out of battery. And I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't want to be dealing with this shit. Like there's enough stuff going on. Like, I don't want to be worrying about, oh, I don't have enough energy to finish the level. Like that to me, that's just fucking lazy, shitty fucking game development. So, um, I'm, I'm probably not going to pick that one back up. But uh, the music I want to share from it is actually the uh, death screen music. <laughs> so every time you die, it plays this song. And it's hilarious. It, I, I love it. Um, so the, the track title is Little Android and is composed by Jeff Van Dyke. I'm just a little android And my battery's running low I'm just a little android And I'm moving oh so slow I'm just a little android And I'm laying on the floor I'm just a little android I wanna live again once more I can't feel my legs can't feel my fingers I can't feel my face I can't feel my feelings I'm not half the droid I used to be I'm not half the droid I want to be I used to feel so Running low 
find my mind I can't find my pain I think I'm losing time Do you know my name? I'm not half the droid I used to be I'm not half the droid I want to be Trees running low game I'm probably going to stick with until I get credits on uh, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I've been thinking about starting this one for a while now, mostly because we picked up a Lego uh, BD-1 to build, and uh, it was my turn to pick the next set we're going to build, and I'm just torn between, I have a pirate ship I picked up, and I have BD-1, and I was like, well, we didn't start Star Wars yet, so let's do the pirate ship, but he's, I was looking at him, and I'm like, yeah, he's so cute, so... Um, my wife's been, uh, you know, kind of doing some side art projects, so she's not playing, um, you know, Hogwarts Legacy as much, so those are the days I'm like, okay, I'll hop on the PS5, and, uh, I, I decided, you know, I'll, let's do, let's do Fallen Order, we'll, we'll do that, see what little BD1's all about, and, uh, kind of get an idea of who we're building, so, uh, I started that last night, actually, so as I'm recording this, this is a while ago, so, who knows, by the time I record the next episode, I could be done, but, um, yeah, it's, so far it's it's not bad. Um, I kind of understand why people are torn on the combat. It's like a very clunky, loosely Soulsy based combat system. And I don't know. It, it works, and maybe it's because I'm still early on, so I don't have a lot of the force powers yet or anything. You know, it's really just trying to telegraph enemy attacks and whatnot. And sometimes that's a bit annoying because I don't. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know what you're expecting out of some of these creatures when they're going to actually attack. Um, you know, other times they have these moves where they start glowing bright red. Then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I got to dodge. But even the dodge in this game is weird. Like, you have to double tap circle. Like, I think regular circle is like a strife or a dash, rather. 
So, uh, I don't know. So far, the combat not really winning me over. It's very clunky. And, I mean, if you're playing a Souls-like game, you don't really want clunky combat, you know? And, and it's kind of annoying because it's a it's Star Wars game. So, I just want to go through and tear people apart with a lightsaber. And it's <laughs> it's like, nope, can't do that. But I will say there are definitely some cool mechanics in this game. Uh, there was, like, a mini ATST boss fight that I did that uh, you basically... It's after you obtain um the force push ability so you kind of it's it's interesting too because there's a lot of uh i guess they're tombs but they're they're like dungeons basically so you're going through and like solving environment puzzles and a lot of stuff i wasn't really expecting in a star wars game you know what i mean (laughs) but uh i don't know i mean some of the environments too like the level design's not bad they have of course you know i just learned how to wall run which you know it's a titanfall people so i guess yeah why not um but you know like kind of you're able to start using your force abilities like you're fighting like this atst and you're you're force pushing like grenades and rockets back at it it's all about trying to time everything out and you know it, the thing that does annoy me though is there's like after you learn the force push ability you meet these um like fallen temple guards and like one of their moves is they shoot these electric balls at you but if, he'll start doing the attack randomly like it's hard for me to like telegraph what they're going to do with some of these like ranged attacks because either he's going to shoot lightning at you or he's going to shoot these lightning balls at you. The lightning balls, you can force push back at him to stun him and then go in and, you know, kind of heavy attack him and do some damage. But there's been times that I'll be, like, kind of rustled into a corner and it's like trying to fight the camera to, you know, recenter around so I can see him. Because there is camera lock, but sometimes just running around, like, it's, it follows you to a degree. But I haven't, like, completely gotten down, like, how far away you get away from the enemy before the camera lock breaks. And then I'm just, like, trying to swing the camera around like a dipshit. And I don't know. Minor nitpick and mostly me being dumb, but whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, that aside, I'm going to stick with it. Like I said, I do think there's... Uh, I think the game itself, like, once once you start learning, I was looking at the trophies and there's different abilities that I haven't gotten to yet. So I'm like, okay, you know, at some point this is going to open up and I'll probably feel more like a Jedi. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it so far. It's just the combat is the only thing that's kind of, kind of hampering it a bit for me. Otherwise, like, it's your typical Star Wars fare, you know, you're, you're a Jedi on the run from the Empire, and you find, you know, a cool robot companion who's, you know, you're basically, like, going and seeing these old holograms from this Jedi who is, like, leaving all these secrets behind, you know, to, that are, you know, so the Empire doesn't find them. So the story from what I gathered so far, like you're looking for, there's a list of um, baby Jedis um, and you're trying to rebuild the Jedi order. So uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, the, I, I was looking at it and the game itself is set between like movie wise. Um, it's a canon story set between uh, episode three and episode four. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. That it's a, the, the ideal timeline. I feel like that's where all the <laughs> Star Wars games fall in the timeline. Um, I'm pretty sure that's where Force Awakens fell, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, so the track I chose this week, um, the soundtrack is, um, you know, Stephen Barton, who who did the music for Titanfall, um, and Gordy Hobb, who um, I think I recognize him from Halo Wars too. So um, two very talented composers on this game. Um, very Star Warsy music, which not surprising, you know, it's Star Wars, but. Um, yeah, so the track we're listening to is uh, Cal Kestis, who's our main character, and again, composed by Stephen Barton and Gordy Hobb.
All right, before we get into our final track for this week, thank you guys so much for tuning in yet again. Um, if there's anything on the show that you find yourself enjoying, um, if it is available to purchase somewhere, I do have a link in the description wherever you're listening to the show. So if you find anything on here that you like, nod in your head to, uh, go check it out. Support the artists. You know, that's the important thing here. Without them, this show would not exist because uh, I'd be miserable just playing video games that I don't like. So, this final track is from a game that I've yet to finish. Someday I probably will go back and do so, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I fell off of it, and then it's just kind of been hard to get back to it. Um, and that game is uh, Origami. So, if you've never heard of this game, uh, there is a sequel that came out, what year are we in, 23? So, it was probably 2021 now. Um, but you're basically this uh, kind of undead ninja assassin. Um, so, you know, the whole game, like the, it's a very bare bones game. It's got this really cool cell shaded art style, very basic combat sneaking system, but the whole thing is like using shadows. So you can like kind of teleport around shadows. You can create shadows. Um, so, I mean, you can go in there and you can just straight up run up and, you know, stab people, or you can play the game stealthfully and sneak around and try to avoid being seen and take everybody that way. So... Um, it seems like a pretty easy platinum trophy, so it's, I've been playing it. I think it's a two-playthrough thing because you have to get through each level um, without being detected and killing everybody, and uh, then you have to play get through each level and kill everybody. So uh, I think I've been doing the get through sneakily and kill everybody. So I think at some point I just got to go back and basically just get through the missions without killing anyone, which shouldn't be that hard. Because at least then it can be seen and just run past them or whatever. So, um, But anyways, uh, the track I settled on from Aragami is uh, Clash of Light and Shadows, uh, composed by Two Feathers. Um, so enjoy that and uh, have a great week. I'll see you guys back here next Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, for another episode of Tales and Tunes. Until then, you have a great week. Mm-hmm.